Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Many brands sell single barrels and batch versions of the exact same whiskey. And some people say that single barrels are the new allocated whiskey alternative. But are they really better than the shelf available version? If you want to find out, then stick around. So before we get started, let's take a second to say thank you to the patrons. Yes, thank you. Uh, without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. We've got a lot of really great bonus opportunities for those of you who are looking for a little bit more. We've got some in-person barrel picks where we're doing distillery takeovers. Mm -hmm. We've got in-person bottle shares, virtual bottle shares, uh, bonus content behind the scenes, major discounts on merch. I've been seeing those discounts roll through, and that's real nice for the oh, yeah. patrons. Oh, yeah. And uh, for those of you who like challenge coins, we have a Patreon-only challenge coin that's coming out very soon. For sure. And, uh, of course, there's the satisfaction in knowing that you support the channel and its mission. Mm. And so if you'd like more information, we'd love for you to help support us. You can check the link in the description. And plus, the coolest thing about being a patron is you get access to Randy and I just to hang out anytime you want to. Yeah. I mean, look at Steven over here. One of our recent patrons, um, patrons, I guess they are called, yeah. uh, lives close by. Just stopped in to watch the show and look at him. He's in front of the camera. So That's right. It could happen to you. It could happen to you. So go sign up. Go sign up. Check it out. All right. Let's talk about some disclaimers for this one. Yeah. So I have attempted to match proof. So what we're going to do is in front of us, blind poured, Lindsay poured it. We don't know what's in which, which glass. Um, uh, there are five, two flight rounds. Okay. Okay. And what we're doing is we're comparing a single barrel version to a, a batched version. And I did my best to find the single barrels and the batch shelf product with the same proof. But since some of them are barrel proof, there are a couple of proof points difference mm -hmm. um, just because it just worked out that way. Um, and also single barrels by their nature have massive variants. Uh, that's their purpose. Um, so if you do the same, same test at home, you may come up with a different result because your store picks maybe were better or worse than the ones that we happen to have. Yeah, and uh, there's there's also uh, just our opinions that you have to take into consideration. Our palettes are different than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're just using the resources that are available to us. So uh, with all that being said, let's jump into it. So we've got five head-to-head -head rounds of blinds. Um, this is what we would call a single blind. And for those of you that do scientific research studies, uh, in tasting, single and double blind means something different. Mm -hmm. um, in a single blind, the tasters know what is within the realm of possibility of what could be in the glass, i.e. the bottles are in front of us. In a double blind, you don't even know what's in there. It could be tequila, it could be bourbon, it could be anything, right? right. Um, and so this is a single blind. Uh, so we're going to see which percentage of the time the single barrel was preferred over the batch product. Um, so, so, and I'm glad you mentioned that it's not necessarily going to be a, a big proof difference because that's always for a guy like me who prefers a little high proof, proof. I always pick the I, proof. I would pick the, the single barrels every time. But so this this could be interesting here. Yeah. And so we're going to taste it up, and then while we're tasting, I'm going to give you some little anecdotes 
about the different producers here just to make it a little bit exciting. Yeah. So, uh, Stephen, you got any questions? You ready to rock and roll? Let's go. All right. So, um, I, I don't know how often you do this kind of thing, but you're going to be comparing these two, these two, these two, these two, and uh, you'll need some indication to figure out which one you preferred out of each one. Uh, and when you get done, then uh, we'll we'll uh, go through all the results. Okay. Yep. All right. So a little bit of a story. One of the spirits that we're trying is Kentucky Spirit, uh, which is a, a wild turkey product, single barrel, one on one proof. And uh, my story is that this single barrel that we're tasting. I picked with Eddie Russell. Awesome. And I also made a giant ass of myself. Ooh. Um, From the king. Yeah. And so we, um, we're in this room tasting. There's about a dozen of us. And I am tasting this fourth bonus round that he brought out for us. Um, I detected a hint of banana, which is not typical for wild turkey products. And I said it to my friend, and he heard it. And he said, who tastes banana in my whiskey? And I was like, I do, sir. And, and he goes, get this guy out of here. This is a Jack Daniels. <laughs> and Dude, then one of my buddies. Got burned by Eddie Russell. Yeah, I got, I got roasted. Um, nice. And one of my buddies went and did a single barrel with him at Wild Turkey shortly thereafter. And then went and played golf with him and brought it up at golf, and he remembered. Awesome. Yeah, and so... Now one of my heroes probably hates me. Yeah. But it's okay. ranked up yep all right i think it's time for the reveal uh pretty girl do you want to um help us put the bottles in order ah i knew i was a bigger bourbon real talk fan than you how do you know that well because i don't just use a prideful goat glen i got a official bourbon real talk tumbler oh yeah yeah well i got this bourbon real talk lanyard to carry my whiskey glass in oh well speaking of whiskey glasses do you have one of these no, I don't. Rocks glass. Oh, yeah? Yep, official. Well, I love my wife, and I bought her this official whiskey wife flask from Bourbon Real Talk. Well, that's cute and everything, but I got my wife one of these. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you can just add your own liquor, and it's an actual cocktail right there in a, in a jar. Me and my wife like to make cocktails, so we got this simple syrup on oh, the website. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you and your wife have one of these? This is an official sticker. You can only get these on the website. Uh, no, but I do have these official coasters that have the Bourbon Real Talk logo on them, and I'm representing. Hmm. Well, while you're representing those little coasters of yours, I've got an aroma kit. Do you? Yeah, so I can smell literally everything in bourbon. Well, I don't have that, but I do have this sample box that I keep all my samples in because I'm part of the community and I share samples. Yeah, but do you have Glen Toppers that are officially Bourbon Real Talk? I don't have that, but I do have this large whiskey carrying case for my glasses so that I don't break them. See, I knew you had that. That's why I have this, the smaller version, okay? It packs more easily into your suitcase. Uh Don't mess with that big old thing, okay? Suitcase, that's for lamos. Check this thing out. I have a bourbon real talk bottle carrying bag. 
You can't beat that. I don't know if I can. Because and on top of that, I have a Bourbon Real Talk t-shirt. I'm the bigger fan. Oh, I can beat that. Is it extra schmedium? No, I don't have an extra schmedium. Ha! Extra schmedium. You might be the bigger fan. You win. I knew it. So whether you're a Bourbon Real Talk super fan or simply looking for quality whiskey swag, head over to bourbonrealtalk.com today. All right. All right. Here we are. Here we are. So y'all want to go over some uh, little anecdotes sure. about the, the bottle? So uh, in in the first position on our left, your right, was Kentucky Spirit. Yep. And uh, the, the second... Uh, so this is a single barrel, single barrel. Because um, these are... Yes. Barrel. Yeah. But this one's a store pick. A store pick single barrel. Versus shelf so, available. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they're both single barrels. Well, I just want to clarify because I knew there was going to be some haters jump in the comments, and be like, "That's a single barrel already." Yeah, you you make a good point. Yeah, uh, that is true. But so, one was was store selected. Yes, uh, yes, that is that is totally fair. That's for you. That's for you, haters. Wish so control. now you don't have to say anything. Get out of here, go troll someone else. Uh, yeah, that is uh, that'd be a good plan. Uh, larceny. Uh, yes. So the next one was larceny. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's named after a prohibition era revenue agent named Johnny Fitzgerald and legend has it that he was a raging alcoholic and he was supposed to make sure that none of the whiskey had been tampered with so he had the keys he unlocked the distillery at the beginning of the day locked it at the end and he could taste out of any barrel anytime he wanted just to make sure it hadn't been tampered with and because he was an alcoholic supposedly he kept going back to the honey barrels and the staff started following him around to figure out where the good whiskey was yeah. because he knew because he tasted everything so uh, and that is the impetus for uh, the bottle that I have for my son, yep. uh, which is called Johnny Fitzgerald, and it's hidden up there in the back, but I'm keeping it for him for when Behind he's Behind a key. Behind a key, yeah. Uh, so for a long time, Elijah Craig would not let you do a barrel-proof option. So uh, the normal Elijah Craig is a 94 proof, and so they had the ECBP that was a batch product that would come out, um, and I met Mr. Bernie Lovers, who is the international uh, brand rep for all of Heaven Hills uh, bourbons. And he's uh, the whiskey professor, and he's really known for promoting um, uh, Bottle and Bond. And I begged him, and he said that he would run it up the flagpole. I don't doubt that hundreds, if not thousands of other people ask him to do the same thing. But now we do have Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Single Barrels. Well, so, you can take credit for that. I'm gonna. Thanks, I'm, yeah. thanks to you. It's shake and bake, and I helped. Yes. You know, so, uh, and then the the fourth one, uh, which is Rossville Union. Uh, it's the house brand for MGPI, now called Ross and Squibb. And uh, it is a blend of their 51% Kentucky-style rye and their 95% Maryland-style rye. And uh, this single barrel, I don't, it, it's either going to be one or the other. And so uh, this was maybe not the best comparison because it's not the exact same mash build that's in both. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And then last, but certainly not least, uh, the Prideful Goat, uh, which is my brand. And our rye is six-year MGP rye. Uh, but uh, all of the batches are all 95% rye from MGP. Um, Sweet. And they did age in Texas for a good bit. 
uh, which helps contribute to the, the flavor difference between these two bottles because um, you know it's the same same whiskey in both bottles, but they, they do taste different. Um, and so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So let's talk cool. about the rankings. Let's do it. Um, so for the Kentucky Spirit, um, the one on the left was the single barrel. The one on the right, um, on from our direction, and it's reversed for you, uh, is the. Uh, the regular shelf available single barrel product. Mm -hmm. uh, which one did you prefer? Steve? I preferred the regular off the shelf single barrel. Okay, so the what oh, the sorry. one that's closer to you or no, the I did that backwards. Okay, I preferred the store pick. You preferred the store pick. I preferred the uh, regular shelf available. I actually preferred the the shelf available as well. Okay, I thought that that was. Uh, I don't know. It almost came across as a higher proof. I don't know what the proof points are. They're both two. 101. Yeah, but so, I don't know. It just came through a little bit more bold in flavor to me. Yeah, there, it, there was like a little sweetness for me um, on there that mm. balanced it out a little bit more. Uh, but I mean, that's that's kind of the interesting point about single barrels. Okay, and for the second round, which was Larceny, yep. um, the batch product was on the left. The single barrel was on the right. Mm. Uh, it looks like you preferred the single barrel. I did. I preferred the single barrel. And for you, the uh, regular off the shelf. You preferred the regular off the shelf. I preferred. Uh, now I'm getting confused about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I preferred the regular off the shelf. Yeah. So in this instance, we have uh, we have two for the batch, and one for the single barrel. Oh, I see now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The third round was the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Um, I preferred the single barrel. I did too, yeah. Single barrel. And you preferred the single barrel? Yep. Okay. Uh, the single barrel's on the left. So you preferred the oh, batch. I preferred the batch. Okay. So I'm for- getting, I'm getting confused with your two glasses. Okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> it's, it, we, we- Keep your glasses away from keep me. Keep your glasses. Here. There we so, go. Perfect. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I preferred the store pick. You preferred the, the regular batch product. The batch product, okay. Yeah. And so in, in uh, round number three, we have uh, two for the single barrel and one for the batch. Uh, round number four, Rossville. Um, in this case, the batch product was on the left. The single barrel was on the right. And I preferred the single barrel. I did too, but I'll be honest, I didn't really prefer either one of them. Okay, that wasn't uh, for your palate. That's not for my palate. Uh, He's not a rye guy. Not a big rye guy. Yeah. Or or a Ross guy. Yeah. Geller. Geller, yeah. <laughs> he, he actually friends is pretty good. But I, I do I would say that um I the the the, the, the store pick um, get had a slight edge to me. And how about you? I was with Wes. I didn't really care for either one, mm -hmm. but the single barrel was my pick. Just slightly. slightly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, so that's three for the single barrel. And on that one, the reason why I picked it is the batch product had much more of a, uh, 
a dill pickle note to it and the mm. single barrel didn't have as much of that and it was a little more balanced for me. Yeah. Uh, and then for the last round, uh, my brand, the Prideful Goat. Um, They're both awful. Yeah, undrinkable, just kidding. Um, so I actually preferred the, uh, the batch product over the single barrel. I preferred the single barrel. Okay. Apparently, that's the so one you were, right front. And you were batch. Also, also with the batch. So that's two for batch and one for uh, single barrel. Cool. So how many tick marks total do we have for batch? Six. How many do we have for single barrel? Nine. Hmm. So the single barrel edged out. But yeah. even with my own product, mm -hmm. which, you know, the Prideful Goat, and keep in mind, all of the barrels that went into the single barrel program, I tasted them. Yeah. But one of the things that, that we can start to realize about the single barrel program is that barrels that get put in the single barrel program have unique character. It doesn't necessarily mean that they taste better. Right. Mm -hmm. And and as a as a brand owner, when you find those unique barrels, you're like, do I throw this in a batch and let it get averaged out with all the other barrels? Or do I keep this separate so that people can taste a different expression of my whiskey? And when I was going through with the team and we're picking barrels that are going to go in the single barrel program, there were two categories that we would put in. And one was it tasted like the average barrel just plussed up. Mm. It was it was just better. Um, and the other thing that we'd put in is if there was just a unique characteristic right. to it. Mm -hmm. um, and that didn't necessarily mean that it tasted better than the average. It was just unique. Yeah. And so uh, what that does is it kind of takes out the extremes and it makes your average barrel that stays in goes into batches and it helps your batch product be more consistent. Sure. Because you don't have these <clears throat> outlier barrels that are you know potentially going to change the flavor. Um, and that's what most of the public enjoys anyways, is those those standard batch products. Right, right. And you want them to be consistent. When right. they buy that bottle, you want them to know for sure, like, that I, I've had this before and I'm going to like it. Yep. Uh, but this also means that, like, if you're participating in a single barrel program, there's no such thing as reject barrels. Mm -hmm. So do you remember when we were on the Jack Daniels barrel pick and we were there with Lexi, who I adore, and she's in charge of the um, the barrel proof single barrel program? And they roll out three barrels, and somebody notices that the bungs um, of some of the barrels had already been drilled, mm -hmm. and and one uh, one hadn't, and so they go, "Oh, this must be a reject barrel because um, it, these had been the bungs had pulled, and you pulled samples and reused the bung, right. but this bung must have broke, and so it's got a brand new undrilled bung, yeah. and there's no way this could be in the barrel program." unless the bung's been pulled before. And so this had to have been part of another barrel pick. And the guy said, this one must be a reject barrel. And he said it to the rest of the tasters in front of the woman whose job it is to coordinate that program. And, uh, and for the first time, because I had just picked the single barrels for the Prideful Goat, I was like, ooh, that stings a little bit, mm -hmm. right? And you have to understand that single barrels, there's really no such thing as a reject barrel, right? right? Like they, they, put, they select them, and make sure that they're not bad, right? right? They're just unique or, you know, plussed <clears throat> up in some way. So yep. so when a tasting panel um, picks a barrel, there'll, there'll be some differences between the barrels. Um, and this is normal. That's kind of the point of the single barrel. Um, but everybody's palate's different. And so 
you know, I you could you could give the same single barrel lineup to a different group of tasters, and they're going to pick something different. Um, but it's okay also to like the batch product. It's supposed to be consistent. Sure. It's supposed yeah. to taste good. Um, but it, it, it doesn't mean the single barrel is bad. It doesn't mean that it's better. It's just about palates. And, you know, you're just trying to try different single barrels to get a different experience. That's, that's why I like them. Yeah. Right. And to that point, Randy, the fact is that most store picks, club picks, or even single barrels that come into a store, um, are coming from a group of individuals who are on that tasting panel, uh, who for whatever reason on that day preferred that barrel over the other options that they had. Right. So it is just personal preference, personal palate. So don't be scared to pick up a single barrel because you've tried one before and you didn't like it. It's, it might be worth a retry. Right. Yeah. And, and I feel like you can even develop a, a, an understanding of the tasting team. So if a liquor store consistently release single barrels that you don't prefer, um, maybe your palate just doesn't agree with their tasting team. Sure. Or if a whiskey club, you know, consistently releases, you know, things that you do like, uh, you know, hey, good chance I'm going to like the future things that they pick. Mm-hmm. And and that'll help you be a little bit uh, more more wise with spending your dollars. So, sure. Um, well, if this is your first time tuning in, I'd love to thank you for the view and tell you a little bit about the philosophy of our channel. We are all about bringing people together around bourbon. And... Uh, That's a a personal mission of mine to increase connectedness and community because I lost my brother to suicide in 2014. And in the aftermath and trying to figure out, you know, what went wrong, what happened, um, I I started to realize after talking with many of his close friends that my brother had become more and more disconnected from the world around him and that he may not have felt like he was needed or had a place. And I, I, I wanted to find ways to increase that connection. And I started seeing how whiskey was bringing people together even people who would otherwise maybe not have been close and um that's that's part of the reason why i started the podcast is that i figure if i can get you connected to whiskey whiskey will do the rest of the job and get you connected to others and it's also why we started bourbon real talk community because um that's that's a forum where people can interact with one another of all different levels of all different walks of life and it's all positive interaction no drama and, and we became aware that we needed to create that kind of forum because as you get involved in the enthusiast community, you will see a lot of negativity in, in other groups. And we call those people uh, creating that negativity whiskey trolls. And they are, you know, mostly keyboard warriors, um, but they say a lot of hateful things to strangers online. And that made it obvious that we needed Bourbon Real Talk community, but it also revealed something to me. And, and that is that if that person can hate you online, there's nothing that prevents me from loving you online, even though we don't really personally know each other. Mm-hmm. And that is why I end every show the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you were unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that we love you. And we'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. You got to dance, Steven. Yeah, it's it's. Sorry. That's when the music plays. <laughs> if you watch the, you know, I say the thing, and then and then we dance, and then he's not in it, but he's getting it. He's getting it. Yeah, he is. All right, cool. Here we go. All right, we got bloopers. We are in the. We are in the blooper realm. Yes, we are. I can tell the difference in some of these glens. Some of them are fatter. Mm-hmm. The other day I was trying to blind, and one of them had a real thick 
glass rim. And when I touched it to my lips, I could feel it. And I was like, well, now I can't blind myself. Yeah, because these are real, real thick and these are thin. I like them. I like them thick. I like them thick. You know? Thick. I like them real thick. Real thick. Like with the two C's on it? Uh, sometimes more. Three C's? Wow. That thick? Lindsay's giving me the evil eye. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face-to-face -face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary. Idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.